And welcome back to another episode of Warner Confessions. You can follow me at uh, film underscore wonder on Twitter, as well as film underscore wonder on Instagram. Um, you can uh, also follow, I guess, read my work at um, thefilmwonder.wordpress.com, um, as well as uh, filmwonder.podby.com. And... Um, I finally got a uh, got a little leg up on um, on my on my on my social stuff. So uh, you can also follow me on Spotify. Um, you can check my show up there as well. Um, you know, same content that, that I've always had, um, as I had pretty much uh, since I started uh, Wonder Confessions, which it is titled The Film Wonder. That's sort of how I titled it, and I probably changed that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm officially, uh, on Spotify, and I'm really thrilled about that. Um, I am just leaving work, um, finally leaving work. I was originally going to do the show on, on, um, um, via, um, my laptop and all that, but I figured, let me just speed up the process, because I actually do have a few things to do. Um, I have to get ready for a job tomorrow, uh, which, you know... That kind of stuff happens, stuff. And honestly, God, I I hadn't even really prepped a show sheet like at all. Like I haven't had a opportunity to sort of prep that shit. So um, I'm kind of just gonna wing it. Um, like I know I probably said I was gonna probably talk about um, I don't know. Was I gonna talk about football? I guess. Oh yeah. So here I go with this. Um, I have been watching a lot less football lately. College, I have watched pretty much none at all, like zero. Um, is there a particular reason why I've been watching less college football? Um, gonna be honest, no. Um, I think kind of what happened is I've been, my life's been kind of just, it's, I have a pretty very, like, aside from the job, I, I have a pretty boring, I mean, aside from the job and stuff, you probably see me, you know, doing Instagram. I have a pretty boring life, right? And one of those things in my life that I think kind of makes my life a little mundane is the fact that, you know, as a person who kind of lived and breathed football, you know, for, for, for much of my life, I can cite stats here and there and, uh, you know, I'm not really that well versed in knowing positions here and there, but um, I was pretty good at it for some time, and then I kind of just reached a point in my life where I'm like, I haven't really gotten an opportunity to sort of just give that up and just get into other stuff, other stuff that I'm into, and other stuff that you know, you know, needs my attention, 
And so I kind of just got that to that point in my life where I was just like, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna watch uh, what the Miami Hurricanes gonna do. I mean, they're 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 pretty shitty right now, and and um, I could apply my attention to something else. I can actually have a good time watching this other stuff from afar, right? So that's that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so I've been watching movies over the weekend. I can, I've been and not movies and theaters, but like streaming services. Like I, I watched uh, Little Monsters on Hulu, and that was great. Um, um, I, I don't know if I'm gonna review that anytime soon um, on Instagram, but I might do it. It might, it might be a pretty short review, so I might put that up there. Um, and I plan on watching In the Tall Grass, but I ran out of time, and uh, I, I got, I got really, I got really burned down, and tired. So I just, I hit the hay. Um, it was quite. Um, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, I, I, I had no, I have no legs. I had, I had no energy whatsoever to finish it. But what I was watching was good. I just got to go ahead and go back and finish it and stuff. And I'm also watching Zombieland. That's kind of another reason why I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm going to finish the podcast and I'm probably just going to watch Zombieland for, you know, for, um, sort of prep for the sequel, which I'm going to watch tomorrow and stuff, um, at the work. So that's kind of kind of my wavelength. That's kind of where I've been lately. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't miss that part of my life whatsoever. So I'm not, I'm not absolutely bothered by it. I'm more like, okay, well, um, it's like, how many of these movies can I watch? You know, how, you know, how, um, you know, how's, how's, uh, you know, the Texas and Longhorns doing? It's like, I don't care about any of that any, at, at this point. I don't, I, I couldn't care. I don't, I don't care about it. It's like, you know, there was a time in my life where I kind of cared about this stuff, but I'm like, it, it once you kind of realize in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. It's like, yeah, it's okay. I don't really need this shit. I need this for my, I need this for my joy, like my joy, my benefit. Um, and, and partially because I kind of want to get into my, my, my degree. I, I have, I've been dilly dallying for, for this for, for many years and I just, I haven't really applied that to this. And so now I'm sort of like, I'm just, I'm at a place of contentment where I'm like, um, how would I feel if Alabama, if Alabama wins or I'm like, I, I kind of don't care. I don't even care if the New England Patriots win in the Super Bowl. I, I, that's how um, at peace I'm with this. How much I don't need this. How much I don't need to be um, be at this for every single um, every single day of my life where. I mean, in, in actuality, none of it really matters in the grand scheme of things. It, it just, it, it just doesn't really matter. So you're you're better off just live life, do something you've never done before. I mean, I'm 32 years old, um, and I'm starting to actually figure out, okay, what are the benefits of being a 32-year-old black man who is, um, 
you know, black, still somewhat young, and, uh, oh, you deal with autism. It's kind of like, I, I, I look at it that way, it's like, I, I gotta start, I gotta start building up, building up myself, and building up my life, and all this sports shit isn't really doing that for me at this, at this point, at this point in my life. And it's not to say that I don't need sports. I mean, I'm always going to watch sports. I mean, the NBA is going to be on tomorrow. Now, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be there to watch it. I mean, Lakers and Clippers comes on fairly late. Um, don't know when that'll be so um so yeah um so I'll just keep that shit in mind you know so yeah man um I'm trying to be at peace with, with um with all that like I'm not stressing as hard about it I'm not pressing myself hard about it I'm 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 at peace I'm at peace with it and so that's kind of where I'm at with stuff um so I'm trying to think what I'm going to watch this weekend I'm probably going to watch um Dual Lines My Name that'll be fun um and I must tell you I know very little shit about Dolomite as a character because I was not a fan of Black Station as a kid. I, never, I didn't watch a lot of it. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I mean, part of that can probably say it might be anti-blackness, but I, I just I, there was a lot of things I didn't watch as a kid. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch particular horror movies. Um, I watched a good amount of them, but I didn't watch. You know, um, I'm trying to think of particular ones I just didn't watch. I didn't really get into until like you know later in my life. Um, you know, I wasn't really a big Jason Voorhees guy or, you know, a big Freddy guy. Even, even though I watched those movies, but, you know, I don't really hold memories in my heart for it. You know what I mean? It's like, I watched them, they were fun, I enjoyed them. But that's that. That was kind of, that was kind of it from that point on. So, and the way I look at it is like, um, you know, yeah, it's just, I can't call it, um, other than just, um, I don't know what to call it, I don't really know what to call it, so, um, had to lower my mic because, uh, cops, um, I'm driving, um, driving home, driving home at the moment, but, um, yeah, I just, and now kind of, I'm playing catch up with a lot of shit. And if I'm, if I plan on being a film critic and all that stuff, and they ask me, you know, what do you know about, uh, 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 the actor, uh, director who, who, who made this character Dolomite? And they're gonna ask me, I'm gonna tell you, I don't know, and I'm like, dude, that's not a good look. So, you know, when I look at shit like that, I'm like, I may, I may have to improve that as, you know, as a just in case, you know? I may have to do that. Because it's good for me. It's good for my, it's good for my knowledge, my film knowledge. It's good for everything. 
you know, to compliment my uh, astute knowledge of movies. So, when I think of it that way, it's not so bad. And here's the other thing. I, I know I talked about it a bit late last week. Um, and apparently there's a lot more uh, than uh, Scorsese, you know, hating on uh, comic movies and stuff. Alright, here's the deal. Um, Francis Ford Coppola said some stuff. I believe there was another person that said that these movies, these things ain't movies and whatnot. And um, and I didn't really think about this as a, as a whole at first because I, I didn't really care about it. I still don't to a certain degree. Um, but these these guys keep talking about it. They just keep talking about it as if like there's only one way to do cinema. But it's only when it's, you know, it's Netflix or, um, you know, Amazon Prime or, or, you know, even Hulu, which is under Disney, um, as far as shares go. And then it just kind of occurs to me that, and again, I'm not the first person to think this, so um, I'm not saying anything new here, but... um, I just think these guys, they they don't want to lose what they built, right? Scorsese has built his entire career on um, sort of these genre niche movies. Tax Driver, Raging Bull, um, King of Comedy, um, was it Stay Alive, like uh, Goodfellas. I love Goodfellas. I love Raging Bull. Raging Bull is my favorite Scorsese movie to date, um, even though that uh, Robert De Niro played an abusive guy in uh, Jake Lamada. I just love the way that movie shot, film, well acted. Um, it's very, it's a tad bit of a personal film, I guess, in that manner. Um, like it was well done. I just love the way that movie was done. Um, of course, Casino. I'm probably missing a couple other movies as well, like in, in, in the 90s. I want to say he did, uh, what was that shit he did with, uh, uh, was it Bringing Down the House or something like that? Or, I don't know if that was him, though, if he did that, um, with, um, Nicholas Cage. I could be wrong. It might have been him. But I, I, again, I'll, I'll check and see, but, I mean, I mean, for a guy who says that, uh, comic movies are, you know, uh, it's not, it's theme park, I'm like, but it's a Hugo. And no one cared. It's like, yo, Scorsese, where yo, where's shit you used to do? He did a Hugo, like had 3D and all that stuff, and no one cared. Like, and he did silence, you know, a couple years ago, and I wanted to see silence, never got a chance to see it. And no one cared about that shit either. Silence had Andrew Garfield and Liam Neeson. And I want to say Adam Driver's in it too. Um, yeah, Adam Driver's in that joint. I think he was in that joint. Um, you know, don't call me on it. Like, I'm, I'm driving right now trying to start, try to think on the fly about it. But, but yeah, like, I'm like, dog, I'm like, Spider Point and Spider Man. I'm like, but, but didn't you do this shit? And you have, and you, and you, and you wrongfully criticize, you know, filmmakers are there for like, oh, well, a lot of today is like, is, is fluff and it's pop culture stuff. And there's a bit of truth to that, but yo, 
I'm pretty sure they didn't like mafia movies back then. It's like they didn't, they didn't they didn't like westerns, they didn't like action movies, they didn't like blockbuster movies. You know, but you know, we all people act all high and mighty now about it, which I hate that shit so goddamn much. It's like, how are you hating on Avengers Endgame, but but you not you don't keep that same energy towards I don't know, uh, New Hope, uh, Jaws, um, E.T., uh, Close Counters of the Fourth Kind. Um, I don't know if that movie made much money, but you know, it point applies here. Like these were trend-setting genre movies of their time, and these. I'll just say it, these old white dudes have the fucking audacity to shit on the new shit because it's not the, of their repertoire, it's not their vision. It's 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 two cats who directed community episodes, the Russo brothers, who basically followed the blueprint of how to make a make a make a movie. And people, oh, you can't make a comedy movie. He's like, well, all you got to do is basically just direct. You have two top-notch directors, have a tight script. <clears throat> um, you know, your CGI, your your CGI or your practical effects, they're not going to be a Stan Winston quality. But guess what? I don't even think like I'm mean, not saying that Stan Winston would or wouldn't approve of CGI. Stan Winston was a pretty effective special effects guy. Like, why do you think a lot of studios like relied on him? You know, love his shit. Like. There's a reason why Disney is about that Lucas Art, Lucas Lucas Arts, Sky Ranch life. There's a reason why, you know, you know, Light Magic. There's a fucking reason why, because they're the best studio in town for C, for 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 exceptional CGI or exceptional effects or what have you. Not Warner Brothers, not Sony, like, like, like when you see Mysterio. You know, moving, you know, effortlessly. That's light magic. That's them. Or Thanos moving like a real person. That's them. Now, some of it may look may look imper- imperfect because guess what? You're working with graphics. Of course, it's going to be imperfect. So you got to make that shit look as look as seamless and and and, and near and damn near flawless as possible. And guess what? They pulled the fuck off. I'm not mad about it. I'm partying. I'm watching this joint. Getting my life to it. Um, even like you know, new indie movies, you know that, you know, are um, making their headways and stuff like that. Um, and there's a ton of people that probably probably look to the Martin Scorsese. They probably look up to the French Coppola's, to the to the uh, Brian De Palma's. Hell, Brian De Palma has made some stinkers in his whole life. It's like Snake Eyes. Anyone? We go pretend Snake Eyes never happened. Snake Eyes was shit. Snake Eyes is one of the best worst directed movies I've ever seen in my life. And yeah, I saw it recently about about a year and a half, a year and a half and change ago. But I kind of look at him like, Snake Eyes, not so bad, but still one of the best worst directed movies I've ever seen in my life. Like, there's a part of the film where um, Ricky Santori. Where's Ricky Santori? I'm probably saying his character's name wrong, played by Nicolas Cage. It's talking about, you know, I've been in that tunnel. I'm like, dog, you were in a tunnel. You were in, you were in the back at, um, a casino, uh, casino, a stadium event, um, where one of the subplots was, um, 
yo, we are not giving up this weaponry if I left the pants on it. Because Garrison East had his dudes, his character in the film, Garrison East, you know, his goons whooped his ass. And he wouldn't, he wasn't going to snitch. And he got his ass kicked. That's what happened. It wasn't a damn tunnel. I mean, we all saw it. I mean, for those that watched that film. And gotta say, Gary Sinise gave an A-plus performance in a bad movie. He did. Gary Sinise played, was so good in that shit. It was, it, but it was a shame it was, it was in fucking Snake Eyes. And who directed it? Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma is, my, one of, is, is one of my favorite directors of all time. He directed, you know, The Tussles and Scarface. But let's be real, let's be fucking real. Those movies are thirty plus year old movies. No one, no one today cares about those movies now. They don't care. It's like, oh, I remember the good times of of Kevin Costner and and uh, uh, Patricia Patricia Clark uh, Patricia Clarkson and and uh, Al Capone's uh, Robert De Niro, who was in it for like 10, 15 minutes, talking about you know uh, enthusiasm and baseball bats and. Clubbing a motherfucker you know, with a baseball bat. That shit was fucking graphic. Even though we didn't really see the, uh, the results of it until after the fact. Because Daniel wasn't that movie for that long. He just wasn't. I mean, for all God, I don't know, he was probably filming something, you know, you know, you know, you know, after. Whatever. That's why he probably wasn't in the movie that long, but I don't know. Um, but. I kind of, when I think about people like that, you know, the Scorsese's and the Palmas and the, um, you know, Francois Coppola's, you know, just making a fuss about nothing wrong, you know, Ron Leach making a fuss about nothing. I mean, how you got old people still in the industry making, making these, you know, these slock, these slocky type movies or blockbuster type movies. I mean, you got Rob Cohen out here. That's what he was doing in his, in his, in his, like, mid to late 50s and 60s and now 70s, early 70s. And apparently that guy got hit with, a, with, a, with sexual allegations. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, if you're going to be about it, be about it, but you know, my, my suggestion is keep that same energy all the way around. You know, don't act like you're above it because you're not really above it. You're just out here beating your chest trying to make a fuss about something that you can't control, you can't stop. You you can't um, you can't prevent this. And I think that's what I'm upset about it is like they grew they they come they came from a time where um, cinema was or I guess they had a sort of persona of what cinema should be, what it should what it's supposed to be. And to that, I'm like, yo, cinema is whatever the hell you want it to be. Good and bad. You think, like, I know, I don't know how people feel about Ed Wood now, but, like, Ed Wood is considered one of the worst directors in the history of cinema. But that didn't mean he stopped trying. He, 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 he kept going. He kept he kept moving. He kept trying to make um, certain movies. He had a vision. Was it a good vision? Probably not. But, hey, he kept, the motherfucker kept trying. He never stopped. He never stopped grinding. He never stopped, you know, you know, settling for less. He kept on grinding. And that's kind of the thing is like, um, I think, 
I think these people kind of stopped at a certain place in their life. It was like, okay, well, that's not how I would do it. And I think people should do it that way. It's like, but people don't know how to do it your way. I mean, you think Ryan Coogler is going to try to do some shit like in the, in the van of, Scar- of um, Mark Scorsese? It's impossible. Scorsese has perfected that shit for so long. You know, you know, Ryan Coogler is just, you know, finish, you know, it's just, he did Black Panther. He's going to do, um, I think uh, he's going to do something, you know, inspired by a comic book, I guess. I, I can't think of it at the very moment. Maybe, you know, for a different episode, I, well, for our next episode, I'll probably be able to name that particular IP, but I can't right now. Um, you know, you got him, you got, um, you know, the Barry Jenkins, you have the, um, you know, Ta- you know, Trey Edward Schultz, not a fan of his work, but Hey, you know, is another guy working. I think Jonathan Talbot, you know, directed the uh, last black man from Scotland, like last, black, 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 black man from California. I'm like, I'm tongue tied right now. Um, like there's a lot of shit out there. You just got to find it. And if you're letting, you know, these people sort of dictate, you know, how movies should be or how they should, you know, be, you know, persona non grata, I guess. Um, then what you'll have is basically just the same, you know, the same out of touch dinosaur bullshit. Um, James Cameron has talked shit. I mean, and I was, I just kind of watched a little clip on Twitter about Linda Hamilton. Um, and, and she basically broke down. It's like, yo, they gave her, fake boobs and ass, I'm like, you know, that, I mean, no wonder Hollywood could be gatekeeping so hard, and no wonder these guys be, like, be in their feelings about, you know, shit that's, like, you know, above them or beneath them or not, and I kind of looked at them and was like, yeah, y'all, y'all don't want to change, and, and that's why y'all feel the way you do, I mean, you can, you can parse it and say, oh no, it's, that's not the case. I'm like, no, that's, that's, that's definitely the case. Y'all are mad that there is this new crop of filmmaking and y'all are not at the table. Now, I do think, um, the Irish is going to make, it's going to make, it's going to make a lot of noise at, at the Academy. It, it just is. I can't wait to see it. Like I'm a big Scorsese guy. I, I've always been a fan of his, you know, since, you know, since I was, um, since I was much younger, you know, watching his, his work, you know, been fascinated by his work and how, you know, how he, you know, you know, put certain things on screen. Like, I, I think he's, he's an unparalleled talent in that respect, but I just think he's wrong here. And I think a lot of people, you know, that sort of, of that, of that van are just wrong, wrong, out of touch, um, jaded and just, you know, for lack of a better word, just old. They're just old about it. Um, you know, Stuart, there's, you know, Stuart Gordon is not going to walk through that door anymore. You know, there are probably people that looked up to Stuart Gordon's work and I'm like, yo, I could probably do that better or I can probably be inspired and probably do some work, you know, based off that. You know, David Cronenberg, same thing. You know, David Cronenberg makes some, it's made some of the best films of, of my, of my lifetime. Um, The Fly comes to mind. Um, East Promise comes to mind. I mean, he's not just the body horror director. He, he is a director of many, of many talents, but he's 76 years old, man. He ain't walking that door either. And he hasn't said a word yet. 
I mean, kind of makes sense because, you know, his only successful movie of all time is probably The Fly. I guess probably History of Violence, but, you know, History of Violence was barely passable, barely passable as far as a box office, you know, you know, film. But, yeah, man. I kind of just look at this shit and it was like, yeah, these people are just mad. And they're mad that they're not, they're just not at the table. Guess I'll stop here. Um, again, I hope I can, I can do, I can do a podcast, you know, traditionally, you know, sitting down and sort of gathering my thoughts, but just, you know, I kind of have some things to do right now. So I'm going to just stop it here and, uh, you know, a bit of do again, you can follow me on, uh, film underscore wonder on Twitter, uh, as well as Instagram film underscore wonder there. Um, you can follow me at, well, you can read my work at, um, um, the film one dot podbean.com as well as the film one dot wordpress.com. Remote work is there as well. Um, you can listen to the show on, um, I just said, I just said podbean, but you can, you can follow my work at, um, Spotify. You can, um, you can follow, you can follow this, you know, follow the uh, podcast there as well. Um, I will probably put the link on for that as well. You know, for those that would like to listen on, on Spotify and not just on podbean, which I have, um, I have been um, a Podbean user for five years, but I'm also again thrilled and happy that I am on Spotify and um, can um, hopefully make a lot of waves there too. So, um, Wanderer signing off, or oh, a, a tired from Wanderer signing off. Peace. <laughs>